what is going on everybody this is dr chris featherstone for yet another episode of the legion of raw ladies and gentlemen it is an important week it is the week ladies and gentlemen as you can see we are ready to rock and roll yes indeed <laughs> yes 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 yeah yes. baybe yeah fuck <laughs> eyes baby I love, guys. I love it. I love it. I love it, man. Yes. I'm, I'm so pumped. I'm ready. We are undefeated. We got a big game. We got the biggest game of the year, as always, every oh, single guys. week here in Columbus, Ohio. It is, I mean, the 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 vibe, the 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 feel here locally is just so rivalry. So like we do every year during rivalry week, we we cross, we literally cross every single M. <laughs> In every like that's how serious we are about this rivalry. Every very Sunday. serious, very serious. We are ready to rock, man. I'm I'm super pumped. I'm ready to go. I'm ready to rock, man. So how are you doing, my man? I am doing all right, Chris. I'm very uh very excited for you that you have this game to look forward to. Good Thank for you, you man. man. Thank you, man. I, I appreciate it. I man, much much more excited that you know it's so funny. Survivor series is the same day as the Ohio State Michigan. Oh my god, please. <laughs> <laughs> so i mean Ohio state michigan it's a noon kickoff but i mean like you know for people like me and uh you know uh, other fans who are much important much more excited about football than wrestling that's where my mind is my mind is at 12 o'clock on i don't blame you man and that's where i'm focused on man so how are things good man good good still you know the grind bro it's all about the grind yeah, it is. Yeah, indeed, indeed. It's Thanksgiving week. So uh, what's your Thanksgiving plans? Uh very quiet, bro. Me, uh, me, my wife, and my my son who lives in Colorado and his girlfriend. That's about it. Oh, nice, nice. Yeah, that's you, about you hosting? Uh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. nice, nice. What's what's on the menu? Uh, you know, the the uh, the typical, bro, the typical, you know. Nice. Bro, could I put something in the comments here? Is that is absolutely it? man? Absolutely. While you do that, I'm gonna go get my uh my, my notepad, it's over here on my uh my other desk. So uh okay. go ahead and do that. All right, all right. <laughs> Wait a minute, what in the world is that? <laughs> avatar. Uh, they changed oh my, my god, avatar. what are you and triple H now, bro, boys. I got to connect to the chat or something. It's a, is this a whole big to do? Why is sports key to <laughs> it's a picture of Triple H look pointing to himself? <laughs> why, why do I'm going to keep this avatar, man? <laughs> this is just, I don't, I have no idea why they changed my avatars like this. Uh, you all right over there, Vince? Why is my thing like not? Why is it in gray almost? It's not popping out. What's the problem? Oh, uh, what's uh, what's going on? You see that I put something in the chat. Uh, you put something in the chat. I bet you they don't let you promote something or something. I bet you're right. Uh, what is it? That's probably just just, uh, just uh, send private chat me and I'll, I'll put it on there. All right. Yeah, just for just just we don't make it make it work. Favorite show on the channel. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank yeah, you. I am giving away a free a free week of Russo's brand if you've never subscribed to our Patreon. Very nice. Chris, can you put that out? Will they be able to get that? Yep. It's on there now. 
So, guys, if you just click on that link and you've never been a member of our Patreon, you can get a free week of Russo's Brand because Russo's Brand is also available now on our Patreon. So grab it, guys. It's free for a week, Dr. Chris. Nice. Very nice. Happy Black Friday, man. Yes. It's, uh, yes. It's Thank you. Thanks ready. for putting that up for me. Good stuff, man. That's great. All right. Let's let's uh, let's get into this uh, go-home show for uh, for Survivor Series. Let's start off with uh, the in-ring promo. Starts off with Drew McIntyre. Why Drew Rock? Why he explains uh, why he did what he did. I don't know about you, Vince, but uh, this wasn't really a heelish promo. It was like, Bro, and, and listen, I, was, I, I, I gotta tell you something. Yeah, every, every listen, man. I, bro, here's where we always fall a little bit short because I like the promo. Everything Drew said was the truth. Was true, right? The people are booing him out of the building. Who, who cares? It, man, if they can keep Drew on this path, it can be good, bro. But they gotta keep him on this path. Very nice. Yeah. You know, I think that there's uh there there's some uh there, there's some there's some potential here. I just it just didn't make sense to me. It's like, you know, why why are we booing Drew McIntyre? Like he's if Roman's supposed to be the heel and he's like, I never changed. I mean it's it's true. He said he right. said I, ne- I never changed, I've been like this, I, I've got beef with, with Jay Uso because he cost me the title. I mean, yeah, it makes sense of why yeah, he would yeah. get Claymore. He never apologized who, to me. And who cares what the fans do? Yeah, I mean, exactly. he's, he's just out there and he's telling the truth. I like when he said, um, why should I get over it? Because you know how many times in life, Chris, people tell you to get over it, get over it, get over it. I just like the way he said, why should I get over it? He, he don't want to get over it, bro. Indeed. Indeed. Yeah. He gets uh, he gets interrupted by uh Jay Uso and then Justin Day backs Drew on apron. Then Cody's team come out uh, to finish the segment. Give me Joey. Oh, very nice. Give me, give me, an, early, give me an early Joey. Wow, man. It's been a while. Give me an early Joey. Come out. Come out. Come out, Joey. Come out, Joey. Oh, listen. I told, I, bro, I, I, I online, I put over this show and I said, I want, I want, I, you know, I'm so negative on raw all the time because it's a horrible show. Mm-hmm. I said, but when, when they do things right, I want to put that over too. Yeah. They did a lot of right things tonight. There were stakes. There were threads throughout the show there. They, they did a good job on the basic fundamentals. Okay. So I want to get that out there. But I got one question. Why, why is Cody fighting in his winter coat? I was thinking the same bro, thing. Bro, is, 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 he, is he that concerned with like being this fashion plate that he's going to fight in his good winter coat? Like, really, bro? Really? If I was if if I was Seth or Sammy. As soon as Cody came out, I'm like, no, 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 get back, get back there, man, get oh some fighting my clothes on. God, man. come get, bro, get over yourself, like oh, seriously, man. get at least take it off going down the ramp, man. get over yourself, bro. But Who fights know, in their winter coat, Chris? I mean, period, man. If you if you know that you're about to fight, like you've got, I'm sure you came into a wrestling, you know, event 
with some type of gear on, with some type of athletic gear on. I mean, like maybe you can't, maybe you're a debonair type of guy. You come in suits, you know, that, that used to be the traditional route anyways to WWE. You have to come dressed up in a suit. Okay, I, I can respect that. But get your athletic gear on and get ready to fight. Don't pretend that you just forgot your gear and just came in a suit or didn't have time. It just, to me, it just doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me why Cody Rhodes comes out in a suit when he's ready to fight every time. Yeah, yeah. And I also, I didn't think it was smart for Pierce to say nobody is fighting tonight. Well, if nobody's fighting tonight, I might as well go watch a football game. Yeah. He shouldn't have said that. I mean, all these things need to be really thought out, bro. You know, I mean, he could have said something like it's not happening, not tonight. But when you when you say nobody's going to fight tonight, then why am I watching this show? Especially when you are uh, competing against the Chiefs and the Eagles today. Yeah. So big, big. See, I think, I think, bro, I think those are the little things that Vince McMahon would be on top of. You think so? I think so. Yeah. There, there are certain rules, bro, and I think Vince would have been on top of that. But like I said, man, the fact that they need a new partner by the end of tonight. Uh, they had a, you know, th- there was stakes. There was stakes to this, so I'll, I'll, I'll give them that this week. Indeed. Uh, we get Nia Jax and Raquel Rodriguez. We get to Nia Jax uh, with the win for this, and all of the weeks of building up uh, with these two uh, ends up in some random brawl match, man, before Survivor Series. Yeah, bro, I actually did watch a little of the uh, wrestling tonight. I actually did watch uh, that match. Um, I, I, bro, I, I don't know. Though, though, it, it seems to me like there is zero direction whatsoever with the entire female roster. Mm-hmm. Like they just they're putting them all out there, but like there's no focus and no direction on anything, bro. Yeah. Yeah, like I said before, I think the crown jewel, just kind of multi-woman match, you know, it made sense from all the just the chaos that was going on. But after that, you kind of went backwards because you have Zoe Stark, who's just very just dry. It's just as a character. She's just the people just aren't behind her. And she, out of all the women there, she's the one chosen to be the representative at a big four pay-per-view against Rhea Ripley. And after that, of course, Rhea's going to win. And then what? You know what I mean? Like, are they building Nia Jackson Ripley? But they want Ripley to be a heel. But Nia's just some smug heel going on. And it just, to me, it's just a lot of just you know, puzzle pieces that just aren't connecting, you know, it's just not even, not even trying to do that. So I'm just trying to figure out why they are doing something like out of all of that, the, the baby face woman's wrestler could be Raquel Rodriguez to kind of represent that. But why would you have her lose on a random, you know, on on an episode? I I don't know, bro. She, you know, I know, I know you're high on her. I like her too, man. I mean, she's, she's very athletic. She's, uh, she's pleasant on the eyes. Uh, you know, I, I, I like her, but I don't know what they're doing with her. Yeah. It doesn't make any sense. I mean, like she's a legit person, like out of every baby face there. I mean, we, we go through the gamut every single week. We go through Candice LeRae. We go through uh, Katana Chance and Caden Carter and uh, Tegan Knox and all of them. Like, out of all of those baby faces, 
Raquel Rodriguez is the one person out of all of them as a, as a babyface that legit looks like she can go toe to toe with Rhea Ripley. Nobody, I mean, Candice LeRae doesn't legit look like she can go toe to toe with Rhea Ripley. So why don't you protect Raquel Rodriguez and just not have her just lose? Bro, Raquel. I see. I would do things like this. These are the things that I always did that they'll never, ever, ever do anymore. But I've been watching SmackDown the last couple of weeks, mm -hmm. bro. With everything that's going on on SmackDown, what if we found out that Raquel Rodriguez was Santos's girlfriend? <laughs> See now, now wouldn't something like that make it interesting? Like, mm -hmm. I, I mean, he he just made this big heel turn. She's a baby face. You got Selena Vega over there. That something like that could be really interesting. It puts her in a spot, mm -hmm. but they just keep rotating these girls in and out. And then, bro, I th this is again what I mean about Triple H, bro. You don't have two tag team matches back-to-back. -back. You mm -hmm. don't have two women's matches back-to-back. -back. Yeah. But I guess for whatever reason, that has all changed because, you know, we had two women matches back-to-back, -back, Becky and Xia Yeah, <laughs> Bro, after, after Becky beats Xia they're playing this NXT ad that the unbeatable Zia Lee yeah, is going to be very nice. Yes, I'm not just saying Watch your yeah. own show, bro. <laughs> yeah. Watch your own show. Very nice. Very right. Nice. Right. Right after you know, right after she loses on Raw. Yeah. I, I, what, a, what a horrible booking decision right there, man. And then, bro, you got you got the SmackDown people coming over. Bro, like when, when they go to do that draft next year, year can we all just once and for all call bs chris like can can we stop getting excited about the draft that means absolutely zero bro no it doesn't really do much you know i you know how i'm, I'm pro draft man but at the same time it just doesn't really do much as far as actually elevating people I'm, like for instance you got like uh katana chance kaden carter andy hartwell all them, oh man, we're getting drafted to Raw from NXT. But what in the world have they done? Like, what, what have they done as far as the draft is concerned? Like, if you think about events, if I mean, we, we, I mean, you know, football, football people, uh, uh, fans, someone gets drafted to a football team, and if that draft flops, the draft is going to get released. I mean, like, it's not something that is going, you're just not just going to get drafted just to be there in just some random spot. No, we're going to, you're going to get cut. You're going to get released. You know, like, you know, Josh Dobbs, you know, Josh Dobbs, he, he was on the Titans last year. He, he, and then he went to uh, the Browns. Then he went to the Vikings. Now I think he's playing for Arizona. So it's just like he's going back and forth, you know, just to just to find a spot because he didn't deliver, you know, coming to a particular team. If you're not delivering coming to a particular brand, you shouldn't really be highlighted on a brand anymore. You know, yeah, I, mean? I mean, bro, I would just ask my I'm, I'm going to ask my my I'm going to ask you a simple question. You just named a, a bunch of girls. You named Indy Harwell. You named uh, 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 Francis LaRue. Yeah. You named Tinkus to Evers to Chance. Uh, who, who else? Who, who else do we have? The other, the, Tegan Knox. Tegan I, I mean, bro, we can name about right now, we can name eight to 10 girls. Yeah. And we can, say, we can ask one question. 
bro, this is a business, right, Chris? I know you and I are in the business. Yep. One question. Do any of those girls make that company a dime? No. Then, then what, why are they there? Uh, is, is, isn't that the end game, bro? They have your employees have to make you money. Why are they there? Agreed. Absolutely. Indeed. This tank is to Evers to chance. Have they sold one shirt? Uh, maybe a cousin. Yeah. <laughs> maybe a cousin. I just, I don't understand it, bro. There's so many women there doing nothing. If it were no. one or two, no, bro, we're talking about eight. Yeah, yeah, and you can't blame them because you know. For me, I will say you can't really blame them because they're athletic. That you know they're 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 uh, appealing potentially, but at the same time, if you're not using them, why bring them to a brand and use them just just pointlessly? What what's making them feel as if it's a it's a step up? coming from NXT. It's not a step up because they were NXT women's tag team champions. Now they're losing every match. And so it's, there's no step up here. You know what I mean? No. It's like, you know, it, it kind of brings you, you know, you're a baseball person, Vince, you know, would you rather be, if you had an opportunity, would you rather be the best person on a minor league team or get drafted to a major league team and sit on the bench uh, every single time and don't get enough reps in to actually be a good person and get, and get struck, struck out all the time. You and know bro, I mean? how many times do they do in, in, in baseball when they bring up that minor leaguer and then he's not getting enough bats in the big leagues, they send him back down. Yeah, they send him to, we got to get him in. The, we got to get him in the, in the lineup every single day. Yeah. Every, every single one of these girls, I don't understand it, bro. Yeah. I mean, unless somebody over there at the, uh, the the uh, what's the name of that place the, uh, have has a crush on him like <laughs> seriously bro that's the only thing i could possibly think of because i don't know why all these girls are on this show yeah, agreed we got awesome sauce ten dollars super chat bro <laughs> saw y'all's clip about the tna mafia and watched the vid of booker nash did commentary and it is so funny with booker saying Rice aside is so ugly. If you saw her during the day, you gone hope it turned tonight. They were great on color. They was like Chet, yes. Chet Lemon. One of them was Chet Lemon. I can't remember who the other one said they were. That was great stuff, bro. I loved with Booker T. He called himself Black Snow. Yeah, Black Snow and Chet Lemon. I think yeah. I think Kevin Nash called himself Chet Lemon. I, I loved it, man. Black Snow, ladies and gentlemen. I yeah. loved it. Yeah. Uh, we got uh, Will Fredo with $5 Super Chat. Let's talk about the Jade Cargo hype. All of a sudden, rumor has it that they're not sure about her now. Uh, you know, here's the thing, man. You know, I, I saw I saw the, the Meltzer. Did you see the Meltzer uh, take on it? No, no. What did he say? So, <laughs> so he said, my gut says that they saw her in the ring and kind of backed out. I'm paraphrasing. Oh, he he used my gut. And as soon as like, it, 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 here's the thing, you can't blame Meltzer for all of the leeches that are coming to him and reporting that as, as true. But just because he said my gut, like it's everywhere now. Like, you right. know, uh, latest news of why Jay Cargill is and I'm like, like, have we resorted to this type of foolishness when we can take a a a reporter a, a uh 
journalist who says my gut and take that as real reporting, man. I mean, like as a, as someone who's been a journalist for a long time, nearly 15 years have written for sports illustrated, Fox sports, Bleach report and other very reputable, uh, 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 public publications. I would never ever tell an editor you know what, what was the, you know, editors coming to me, uh, what was the source, uh, you know, with your reporting? Uh, well, this guy said it was based on his gut. So I think, uh, is that, is that reliable? I mean, like, <laughs> I don't understand, but it makes absolutely no sense to me. Vince. Bro, do you want to see a, a, a somebody, a, a, a member sent this clip today? Can, can I share, can you share this, bro? Yeah, sure, sure. This sure. is, uh, Chris, this is unbelievable to me. I'm assuming, uh, you got to pull it up. Yep, I got you. Let me, I'm assuming this was right before AEW started. Okay. Right, so pull, pull it <laughs> up, bro. I got to take it. the lower third off first because it's going to look weird if I don't take okay, it. Okay, yeah, bro. This is uh, – I I watched this this morning, and I'm like, oh, my God, bro. So this had to be right before – right before uh, AEW. Listen to this, bro. You ready? Right. Yep. Oh, shit. No, hold on, hold on, hold on. You guys will get a kick out of this. Trust me. Watch this. If you look at the problems you asked me earlier about WCW, if you look at problems that led uh, to uh, possibly what the demise of WCW was, I think one of the major issues was that they had a very large roster with a lot of people making a lot of money, and a lot of those people were really good. If you were just to, like, try to chop down the WCW roster, you'd be making some, like, really tough decisions and say, like, because there were so many people across the board that were really good. You can't pay every talented person in the business $100,000. will go under quick because you won't have enough revenue to offset what you're paying out. So you have to make uh, smart decisions. And uh, you can't hire every person you like. And you can't hire every person that you think is good. Because there's a lot of really, really good talent. Every Bro, yeah. is that not, is that not unbelievable? Yeah, the exact he's same the, thing that he's doing. <laughs> bro, is that not unbelievable? He's done the exact same thing. If delusional was a video clip, that's what we just experienced. Oh my god, I saw that today, and I'm like, "Are you kidding me, bro? Are you kidding me?" Like he's literally doing the same exact thing. Same exact thing, bro. Bro, I swear to God, they're bro. It's it, they're at the point where they're hiring people daily. Yeah, like they like daily. Somebody new's getting hired. Yeah. Why am I Bill Apter now? <laughs> Bill Apter. Bill Apter. Why am I Bill Apter? Nice, Bill Apter. <laughs> There we go. There we go. There we go. Yeah. That's yeah, a, yeah. He's that's hiring weird. people, uh, you know, just uh oh my god, the yeah. every day it's somebody, bro. Yeah, yeah. And uh and then he and then at least WCW uh didn't have the you know no release rule, right? right. You know, what I mean, like at least they didn't have that, at least right. they would release talent. I mean, right. yes. Yes, their roster was absolutely bloated, but at the same time, they released people. Tony Khan is on this big, you know, I don't, I'm not, I don't fire people. Like he's even worse than oh WCW. God, bro, that is unbelievable to listen to. Completely illogical, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, we got uh Becky Lynn Zia Lee. I mean, we really talked about it. your boy Johnny G. 
Johnny Gargano defeating. Oh, hold on, we 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 glossed over something very important. Oh, what, what did we gloss over? I am going to go out on the limb here and uh, make a prediction. Okay. Because I was watching the uh, Zoe Stark package. Yes. And she said that this was her destiny. Mm. So I think she might upset Rhea, Rhea Ripley because this is oh. this is this is her destiny. It's a destiny, bro. Wow. A destiny. Yeah. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I think uh, that is a very bold prediction. Yeah. Very bold prediction. So uh, the um, the 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 nephew of Kenny G, Johnny G. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Gargassi, this see that, bro. I, I gotta be honest with you. I, I, you know I, what? He should do that though. He should just come out like to jazz yeah, music. Yeah, yeah, something. <laughs> bro, I swear, I gotta tell you, man. I watched uh, Nia Jax and Rachel Rodriguez. I watched Becky Lynch and Zia Lee. As soon as we got to Gargano, nah, this, this, this I ain't watching, bro. I swear to God, the, the, the dude looks like he weighs a buck twenty. Like, I, the, I'm not watching this. No, Johnny G, man, I'm telling yeah. you, man, just start coming out to jazz. That'd be that'd be hysterical, bro. <laughs> I would pop. Johnny I would G, be a I fan. Like I would be yeah. a fan, man. If he just start uh, jazz music it up and just uh, come out to like some uh, big saxophone, you know, uh, uh, solo, <laughs> and uh, it would be much better yeah. than what we see now. Sure. Uh, Beats Ludwig Kaiser. Uh, they are running this tag team feud to the ground, man. I mean, every week it's just like they're trying to do the dissension with their people. How, bro, how long have they been doing that, Chris? Oh, Seriously, months, bro. It's been months. Oh, my they, God. DIY came back during my – it was the Raw of my uh, anniversary, and that was almost two months ago. That was, that was the Raw of – yeah, it was nearly two months ago. And so they were well, feuding before then. I heard that uh, because this is a little flat and they're not drawing in the numbers. I hear that DUI uh, is going to add a third wrestler. Kenny G? No, Nick. Oh. Nick. Uh, Nick Hogan. Nick, Nick Hogan. Hogan. Really? DUI. DUI. Nick Very Hogan. nice. DUI. They're going to be the new this new three man tag DUI with Very Nick. Very nice. Hogan. Very nice. Yeah. We got Cliffside one ninety nine super chat burn. Have they established any stakes for? Oh, you got to do it, man. Cliffside, Cliffside did it. You got to do the war games gimmick. You got oh, come on, Chris. Gotta, I, want, I want a jersey. You gotta, <laughs> war games! Yes. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you very much. Thank yes, you. yes, ladies and gentlemen. Have they established any stakes for war games, Vince? Yeah, see, bro, that, that's, bro that, that's the thing with me. Like, if I'm going to have this war games... And and anybody in this match has has a belt. If they get pinned, they're losing their belts sure. in the match. Uh, you know, <laughs> yeah. Some give give me sure. because otherwise, like he just said, what what are the stakes? So what? Who cares who wins? Zero, zero, absolutely nothing. You know, I, I've said this before, man. With Survivor Series stuff, I I've been thinking in my head, like, why don't you just have the winning team? you know, either at the next pay-per-view or the Raw after or something like that, who's ever the surviving members, you know, of that team uh, are able to be number one contenders for the world title. That's you know what I mean? Bad. Like, <clears throat> why, why don't you just do that? I mean, it's just because, say, for instance, if all of 
if 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 Drew and and Priest and Finn, you know, they survive and they beat the baby faces, you've already defeated Seth Rollins. So technically, yeah. you know, I mean, there's a win yeah. there. So yeah. why don't you just do the winners of the heel team against Seth Rollins at the next pay per view? At least bring some stakes to it, man. Otherwise, yeah, I'm with you. Yeah. Otherwise, it's just some storyline, like. Like think about it, Vince. The 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 men's war games is a very uh, diluted Judgment Day that's been handed to us every single week at nauseum, and somehow Sami Zayn has this just incredibly incredibly passionate hatred for Judgment Day for no reason just because they're another faction like he's even said these said this in in promos because he hated the bloodline and judgment day is another faction yeah. trying to, to to ruin raw that's the reason why he he won't stop until the judgment day is done like that's his motive of this judgment day you have seth rollins who's just there's no motive he's just there like he's and there's cody rose that likes sammy that had a couple moments with judgment day but like at the end of all this whoever wins it moves it does zero progression zero. absolutely any storyline no yep. absolutely none. zero we have peak pop geo 199 oh yeah we'll we'll talk about that pete i am one billion percent bro unless he had travel I'm issues I, i'm gonna read it for the for the yeah, people, the podcasters vince why not have randy there for pop no sense unless he had travel issues or something bro that that build was absolutely atrocious bro i'm i'm gonna assume it bro it was so bad i'm gonna assume he had travel issues i'm gonna assume that that's how bad it was i don't even think he had travel issues i, I think this was planned man I think oh, this was bro, planned. how flat yeah. i mean come on bro i think this was i think there's just a matter of them thinking that the pop would cause people to be excited enough for survivor series and the big return is survivor series he's been gone for a while so in their mind they're like we're going to save it for the ple oh bro please <laughs> and i think you know and i and i said this i said this last week i said i'll bet you they'll go ahead of the curve and they'll announce randy orton i, I called that last week yeah. i knew that they were going to do that but i'm like why don't they just have them show up i mentioned that too it would make sense if you have them show up it, why not just have the babies you know be at a disadvantage the heels attack 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 and all of a sudden randy orton comes in rko boom 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 boom, 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 boom crowd boom, yeah. crowd is going bananas you know yep. what i mean and it's just yep. that would make sense uh we got natalia and tegan knox hold again. on uh oh is there another back? Were you I, I watching? Were you watching a football game? Where did you watch this? Dude, I don't. I don't pay attention. Okay, to I'm going to tell you. I'm going to tell you. There was this backstage with all the girls. Here's what I got: Green, Niven, Tegan, Natalia. Oh, yeah. See that? Yeah. Um, Chance and Anchors Carter. to Evers to Chance. Yeah. Indy and Larue. Yep. Um. Um. Maxine Dupree and Maxine uh, Dupree Ivy and Nile. another and another girl. Yeah. Who is the Who's, the, who's the other girl? Ivy Nile. Oh my God, bro. Yeah, bro. What? What's her name? Ivy Nile. Mm -hmm. What are the chances that she ever gets over? 
Like, <laughs> seriously, bro. What, what would the Vegas odds be of Ivy Nile ever getting over? I would say plus 250, perhaps. Plus plus 250. I don't, I don't think that there's... I swear a, to God, bro, the... Um, man, minus 250, I should say. <laughs> bro, the, the it factor in professional wrestling is out the window. Yeah, there, there, there was a point in time, bro, where the only way you were getting on the roster is if you had the it factor. Yes, that was the only way you ever get on the roster. That those days are so freaking gone, bro. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so Natalia and Knox, uh, they they defeat the other teams. Um, Dupree, what do you think of, of Dupree in the ring, man? I mean, she's, you know, she's, she's, uh, she's young, you know, and growing, but what do you think of her as a potential like character? You think she has a chance? Bro, there was, bro, there, there was huge, 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 huge money in freaking Otis and they've just thrown that away. Bro, if anybody remembers Ivan Putsky from back in the day, Otis could have been a modern day Ivan Putsky, and you could have even put him with her, her with him, and hmm. just kept it the two of them. Hmm. But I, I was watching, I was watching them today when Gable wrestled later. And my God, bro, I think Otis may be the biggest wasted talent on the entire roster. Because nobody yeah. looks nobody looks like that, bro. Yeah, he looks like a bowling ball, man. <laughs> and so, like, uh, you know, it, it's just one of those things that I, I just think that they they have a bloated roster too, man. I mean, and and the thing is, they have a less of a bloated roster. But it's like I've said this before, man. You've got three hours of television, and you are doing your best and making it a and making it a mission, being very intentional about pushing whoever's on the roster and making them have their own personal thing. I, I keep using the Crash Holly example. This guy was a light heavyweight that really didn't have much going on, and then you made him a super heavyweight carrying, you know, saying that he weighed over 400 pounds, carrying a scale. You know what I mean? Like, that to me is an ability. I mean, had a cousin, Hardcore Holly, you know what I mean, that they didn't like They didn't like each other, but they got, you know, they had to get along as far as being successful in the tag team division. Stuff like that, to me, is like, is more, is much more must-see television than what we see now when it comes to a very, very low intentionality on characters, and we see it. Chris, I got to tell you, anybody can go back on look and look. I'm not sure exactly what when I started. It might have been October 10th, 1999. I'm not sure when I started. But when I first started at um, WCW, Nitro was three hours. Mm -hmm. And Ed Ferrara and myself, we wrote nine three-hour shows. Chris, I can tell you it was never a problem. Because there was so much talent. And, bro, there were so many storylines going on in those three hours. Your freaking head would spin. So that's why, like, I know this is doable. Mm. I've done it, bro. Mm. But the way they're doing it is just like, give me a break, man, you know? Yeah, I think it's, it's, it's a very negative and unfortunate trend in wrestling nowadays that the 
the emphasis is more on the in-ring work and trying to get that quick pop from the fans versus long, thought-out storylines that are more oven than microwave. You know what I mean? And that's and that's the culture that we that's the culture that we're in now. We, we live in a I call it a microwave society, man. We do it all, like we want now, 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 now. And we want to have steak expectations and, you know, throw it in a microwave and say, how come it's not good? And, you know, how come it is not tasty? You know what I mean? And that's that's psychologically. That's how society is now. And I think pro wrestling, it just falls right along with it, man. It's like yeah. there's there's not the emphasis on ovens, but there's emphasis on microwaves. That's because the fans have the attention span of microwaves nowadays yeah and when you give them storylines when you when you give them the ability to, to put some some skin on something put some legs on something you know they they are more prone to they'll react to it positively but at the same time it it sacrifices the pop 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 like yeah. it, 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 it sacrifices that. Yeah, you know what it is, Chris? You know, we all know, man, with streaming services and all the networks out there and whatnot, content is king. Sure. And, bro, I swear to God, I really think they look at themselves as a content churning machine, Absolutely. whether it's good or bad. Yep. You would just give them three hours, bro. Yep. Whether it's good or bad, I, I I literally think that's how they look at themselves. I, I I think that that's a very good point, you know, because even with when it comes to content creation from a YouTuber standpoint, there, you know, it's like you're you're giving content, 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 and you just have to keep churning it. You know, I mean, they, they yep, boost yep. up those algorithms. You got to keep churning, keep churning. Yep. So, then that's a really good point. We got the Miz and again. Any type of backstage segment, I saw it, but I didn't record it. So. Oh, bro, Rhea, uh, uh, Shayna Baszler and Zoe Stark yeah. like yeah. take over the uh, Judgment Day little corner of the little dungeon. The this little is, corner this dungeon. Is, this is horrible, bro. I gotta <laughs> say this too. Like seriously, man, they've got to. They, they, uh, Rhea Ripley needs a promo coach, bro. She, mm -hmm. she just needs a promo coach. And listen, that's not a bad thing. She didn't train to be an actress. Yeah. She trained, yeah. she trained to be a professional wrestler. But if they're going to give her this type kind of mic time, mm -hmm. they've got to make her better on the mic, bro. They've got to help her. Yeah, I agree. <clears throat> she's, she's, uh, She's definitely gotten better. She's she's certainly gotten better from how she used to be. I remember when she was cutting promos during her feud with uh, Charlotte during the COVID season, and uh, it was it was rough. It was it was super rough, and that was three and a half years ago. So she's she's made some strides. Uh, I I do think that promo coaching should be something that should be much more emphasized than what it is now. I agree you know, with you. Yeah. yeah. Because I mean, and plus you have bullet points, like you have, like it's, it's scripted. So you really can't put your heart and soul in it as much as making it organic and natural. Chris, when you point that out, cause I, I'm watching SmackDown now. It is unbelievable to me. If you guys listen, I'm a writer. So I really listen to these promos. Chris, if you really listen to these promos, they use so many cliches. And that's the thing, bro. If it, Whether a writer is writing that for you or you're coming up with it yourself, when you see a cliche on that page, 
You've got to change it to something unique. Mm-hmm. And all I hear, Chris, across the board, even with L.A. Knight, mm-hmm. th- th- there's so many cliches in these promos, man. Yeah. Make yeah. these promos your own, man. Sure, sure. Now, with the cliches, here, here's the thing. So so someone could would push back to you and say, well, what about Rock? What about Austin? You know, they're the king of kings of cliches. What makes a Rock and an Austin promo, who's the, both of them are very cliched, what makes them their promos different than like an L.A. Night of today? Well, what, what 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 do you mean by their promos were cliche? Because I would They're, disagree with that. Just, well, the what's you know when 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 uh, like no, LA no, says, no. yeah. I, I'm talking know. I'm ta- I'm talking cliche like lines that you've heard a million times. That's what I'm talking about when I talk about cliche. Not that I'm talking gotcha. about like okay. lines you know you, you've heard a mil. You're not the sharpest knife in the drawer. You know, something like that. They're all over these shows, bro. So, so Rock would say, you know, Rudy Plue Candy. Right, that's original. So the okay, so the the originality that became kind of like a cultural, you know. Yes, yeah. I'm no. I'm talking. I'm talking about cliches that we wear out to death. So, so typical cliches. Yeah, bro. They're 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 all over these shows, man. All over. That makes sense. All right. Uh, now we have Shinsuke Nakamura and Chad Gable. Uh, <laughs> what's up with Gable, man? Where are they going with either one of these guys? Either one. Nakamura has this big program with Seth, and they then then what? And they're still giving them the promos too, the video packages. Like he's supposed to go into this deep, dark place and, you know, he's got his eye on somebody and like they still haven't done anything about this. Man. Like, is he going back to Seth or who who does he have his eye on, Vince? Akira Tozawa? Who's the, who's the guy? SK Nation, who's the guy? Who's the guy that Shinsuke Nakamura has his eyes on that is worth spending promo, spending money to give him video? Bro, haven't, hasn't there been? I've been reading online or something. Bro, it's, it's, isn't Abushi supposed to be coming in? Or It's another Japanese wrestler. That's oh, what Kota, I read. Kota Abushi's an AEW. Well, somebody, I was reading somebody else, bro, the WWE is talking to. Oh, there is a Bushi in New Japan. but That uh, might be it, a Bushi. That might be that, it. Someone's, his name is Bushi. Bushi. But, but I don't, I mean, he's not like a, a major, major, like, uh, incredible, like, yeah. New Japan star, but Kota Ibushi is more over than Bushi is. But yeah, bro, we skipped over the uh, which I thought was pretty good. Uh, the Gunther Miz promo. We someone said over. Okada, like I don't I, know. I've been hearing rumors about somebody coming in, bro. So I don't know. Bad and Bushi, someone says. Oh, it's Okada. Okay, well, well, Okada's a he's a huge draw. I mean, you work with Okada, but he's 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 one of the biggest stars ever in New Japan now, so that would yeah. be a big draw. You say you saw what again? Miz and Gunther was good. Yo, I'll let you. I'll let you take a. I, Tell I, me why I, you didn't like it. It was okay. I mean, I, I just. Uh, I mean, I. I it was. It, it wasn't as riveting to me. I, I. I don't know. I just. I just don't buy Miz. It just feels. It just feels fodder to me, man. 
I just I Goon. like I'm not really into it. Yeah, I'm yeah, yeah, I'm I'm with you. But Goon now now Goonth is great on the mic. That I like guy, Goonth. yeah, I, I like he is, bro. He is yeah. so freaking comfortable yeah. on the mic. There was there wasn't there was even a spot in this where the crowd tried tried to uh, throw him off. Yeah, you are saying pants. He had yeah. to come back like that. Yeah, yeah I mean yeah. that guy is so he's confident, man. He's confident. Yeah, man. He, he's he he does his job. See. Again, man, that's the reason why characters matter. Because yeah. once you get confident in your character, you're able to create your own layers of it. And I think when it's just kind of by the book, vanilla, you know what I mean? Just kind of reading the lines. It just doesn't feel organic. But with Guther, he is a, a, a bruiser-style heel. You know, like, but he also has a smugness to him that he's better than you, but he can back it up because he's a bruiser style character yeah. too. Yeah. And, I, and I think that that really fits him because, you know, he, he, he looks the part he's, he, you know, his, his, his in-ring work matches that and he's imposing, he's a physically imposing person. So yeah. he comes out and said, uh, you know, like you know, I mean, he's looking down at the Miz, and like you know, you know, you're just like all 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 the other persons who, you know, wish that they had a dream. You know, looking at all, all those wrestlers, and you know, they got bullied by those wrestlers. You know, like Gunther is just he's a natural talent, man. He, yeah. he really is. He but is. to me, Miz was trying too hard just to just to get over, and he was really trying too hard to really. Uh, set this up. It just seems like backstage they're like, okay, guys, this is it. This is your opportunity to really set this up for you know Survivor Series to really make this convincing. Yeah. But I wasn't convinced. Like it didn't convince me. Well, you know, again, bro, when 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 you when you're booking the guy like a clown for the last three years, and that, now you want us to take him, that that's not our. It's Correct. not our fault. We don't believe. It's your fault. We yes. don't believe. And this was just, and it, it 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 didn't have a lot of build to it either. Like he didn't turn babyface another time and like start getting reps and wins. Yeah, like he 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 made a turn based on Gunther was invited on a Miz TV episode, and Gunther dressed Miz down yeah. and and emasculated him. Like that's how he turned, you know what I mean? And, and he wasn't really, he was kind of reluctant to turn. And then because Gunther kept emasculating him, he didn't have any choice. Yeah. And so like, how am I going to believe that? And like the first half of the year, you barely even want to match, you know, like I just, you're not really building the character to make me convinced that the Miz out of all of this long, you know, year and a half run, from Gunther, the Miz is going to be yeah. someone like, and that would be such a a detriment yeah. to Gunther's, you know, uh, steam if the Miz beats. I mean, no, no shade to the Miz, but they have been <laughs> they have been booking him to be very irrelevant for so long. I just, I, I just can't get into it, man. Yeah, I'm I think there needs to be a, I think there needs to be a stronger babyface. 
um, that the pan, that the fans are very actually behind. Yeah, I, I don't. Why, why don't they do Jay? You know, what I mean, why don't they? Why, like the fans are behind Jay Uso. There's no direction for him after this. What what the heck are they going with Jay? Jay and Drew, and then what? I mean, where is that leading to? Why don't you have something like if you want to really uh, push or, or really pass the baton to making a babyface relevant and over? Why not make Jay? You know the guy who dethrones him. You know, yeah, he's popular enough. So I just, I, I'm just, I'm just not, I'm not into it, man. Yeah, because uh, after this, then what? I mean, S- Saturday Gunther's going to beat the Miz, and then the Miz is going to go back to hosting Miz TV shows. Yeah, on yeah, Raw, exactly. Yeah, you know I mean, like I, that's the reason why I'm like, I, I just, I'm not convinced. I mean, after yeah. this, it's just more Miz TV shows. Uh, we got Drew McIntyre defeating Jey Uso. Are you looking forward to tag team turmoil next week, though? I'm looking forward no. to that, bro. <laughs> <laughs> bro the, the, I'm, I'm watching this pre-tape in the back, and this is just like this is this is yeah. just horrible, man. You know, you know we, we were talking about bloated rosters. We saw two examples today of why the roster is so bloated. You know, I mean, it's just with the women's tag team segment and the men's tag team segment. Why do I why, why do I care? Why am I supposed to care about who the winner of this tag team turmoil match is next week? None of those teams have been built up very strongly. So if they win the match, I don't care. I mean, like they're going to lose the match. They're going to lose against the tag team champions because they haven't been built up strongly. So again, it goes back to spending the time. You have three hours of television, man. Yep. Built these characters up. Otherwise, we're going to have bloated tag team championship matches. And then the winner is going to celebrate like Zoe Stark did. Just to be fed to the champions, just like they do that they've been doing that all year. So Bro, I swear to God, I was just watching the attitude era, and I know you remember all this stuff, but they're getting ready to go to King of the Ring. And um right before they get there, there's gonna be a tag team match, and it's gonna be uh it's gonna be Taker and Austin against Kane and McFoley. Mm-hmm. Okay. So <laughs> Paul Bearer gets down there first, okay? Because he's going to lock himself in the cage so the Undertaker can't get to him. Yeah. Taker that. comes up through the mat and beats him into a bloody mess, yeah. okay? So, bro, the next week, Paul Bearer is at home healing his wounds. He couldn't even make it to the show. So they keep going to Paul Bearer's house. What, what happens, Chris? You tell me. Taker bust in the house, yeah, bro, yeah. and beats the crap out of him in his soul. Why can't we do stuff like that? Yeah. Why, why, why is stuff like that so hard, bro? Because it's, it's a different time, Chris. No, no. That, and I, I don't buy, I mean, I know you're not saying that, but but I don't buy that. I don't I don't buy that it's a different time. I, I don't buy it. I, I, I call baloney on that. I call why, bull. Why can't I call we? Bull. Do stuff like that anymore, yeah. bro? Because if that's the if that's the case, Vince, I, I call bull on that. Because if that was the case, you would have zero episodic riveting television nowadays. Because it's a different time. Like right. every like because it's a twenty five year difference. No 
other there's zero possibility for you to have an episodic running television show that's actually intriguing you know I me mean? and, and have cliffhangers and story arcs it's possible because we see it on television every single week every single day bro so you can't come to me and say just because it's a different day it's a different motive i always say like you got to respect what brought you to the dance man yeah. you, you have to and what brought you to the dance was characters and good storylines and you know that's the thing chris you also you also have to know what brought do they even know what brought them to the dance do you think I, I think so i think so i think because there's so much money in their faces now they, they they're forgetting like they're not focusing on that because because it's going it, it causes more in-depth storyline writing long-term booking you know bottom of the third you know what i mean type type of type of deal but it's just like, I mean, I, I respect the bottom of the third mentality, but at the same time, it definitely doesn't feel like the bottom of the third nowadays after that, because you've got Jay on his own thing. Jimmy's just kind of like the lackey of Roman and Roman's not even there anymore. You know what I mean? So it doesn't really, it doesn't feel like that. It feels very disjointed right now, Yeah. but at the same time, it's like, are you going to long-term storyline like the bloodline is something that we actually had that was actually a long-term storyline it was a few years but at the same time you gotta have like a culmination of this thing yeah. what's the end game like you're when you have storylines like that you're someone's getting over from this right yeah. but like jimmy's definitely not over sammy didn't get over from it Kevin Owens didn't get more over from it. Cody Rhodes didn't get more over from it. Jay, you can argue perhaps, but not really. You know what I mean? He doesn't he doesn't feel like he's in the main event level right now. So from a three-year storyline, who really got over from all of that time that you spent with this bloodline stuff? Yeah. I, 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 no one did, you know what I mean? And so that that's <laughs> counterproductive and antithetical to the story uh, you know as a whole so yeah. we got the main after that uh we got drew and jay uso drew, drew mcintyre defeating jay uso do you think that that was uh inaudible the finish or do you think that that was planned why do you think it might have been inaudible because it was it was just a weird it was a weird it was a very very weird yeah finish, yeah, yeah it was like because he because he never finished he never finishes with the uh, future shock ddt anymore he does he does the claymore yeah and so like it was just kind of like uh they even the commentator was like oh yo, oh like you know what i mean like it was just it, it felt odd it unless just he got like, his, unless jay got his bell rung because even when you looked at the uh the finishing move i mean jay uso's head was nowhere near the mat like like drew didn't even bring him anywhere close to the mat so i think that they i think it seems as if when i saw that it seems as if the ref was telling them that they're running uh, low on time oh okay that might because be i think it was 1057 uh around 1057 eastern uh when the finish happened and they still needed to set the big moment for the for the warden you know pop so it, it seems as if they were you know they basically tell him you gotta you gotta go ahead and finish yeah. this up so but that uh that bill to orton was horrible bro yeah, absolutely absolutely horrible 
Yeah, it was it was it was really bad. And I think, you know, <laughs> and then it, it goes. The ending of it was, you're right. Yeah. And it cuts off. Like, <laughs> see, that's the thing, bro. That's the thing, man. When 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 you're sitting there writing, when I'm sitting there and I'm writing with Ed, and I pitch that, Ed's gonna come back and say that's flat. Mm. I mean, we you, you know it while you're writing it, bro, bro. You 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 write so many shows and you're in so many arenas and you're watching so much. You know what the crowd reaction is to everything. Mm. So we would look at each other and say, you know, like, bro, that's a fart in church. Like that's that's flat as hell. I I just don't know how they don't know that. Chris. Chris. They we lost Chris, ladies and gentlemen. Are you guys still there? Tell me if you are still there. And to turn on your comments. Can you guys hear me, bro? No stroke, bro. Tell me if you guys can hear me. Everybody go with me. You want to bury Chris, bro, while he's uh, frozen, bro? You want to bury Chris in his frozen state? <laughs> uh, he should he should come back here. But what I what I was uh, here he's coming back. He's coming back. What I was trying to say, guys, is when something's flat, you know it when you're writing it, bro. And you you don't let that happen, man. You come up with something different. Um, I can't tell you how many times, man, when we were writing a show and we just didn't feel the ending was good enough, bro. And we knew we had it. We, we knew we needed to add more to it. Um, that was about as flat as it gets. So, so we are waiting for Chris, bro. You guys want to ask me anything about this show while we wait for Chris? I'll answer your question, man. I hope his uh, internet didn't go out uh, all, you know, all the way. Chris, I thought I heard him. How do you decide if and when a concept is too smart for an audience? Man, I got to tell you, that is a great question, man. Uh Shade, what's going on, Shade? That is a great question. Man, I was always trying to bring the audience up, bro. I was always, I always call the shows we wrote a thinking man's show. I was always trying to bring the uh, the crowd up, bro, uh, to a new level, rather than just give them simplistic wrestling 101. So I, I, I am always trying to make an audience think about the show. That was very, very, very important. What else is you want to ask me? What do I miss about writing for WWE? Man, I got to be honest with you. I don't really miss anything, man. It, 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 it was a hard job, man. There were so many shows. 
Um, there were no breaks. There was no vacation. It was very, 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 very hard. I, uh, I, I, I much prefer podcasting. Um, I love podcasting. Um, writing was really, really hard. So I got, I got to be honest with you. It is really not too much I miss. Where's Otani going to sign, man? All the signs point to the Dodgers, bro. Everything points to the Dodgers. Uh, and I hope not being a giant fan, but everything points to the uh to the Dodgers. Bountiful Glory actually wasn't my idea, bro. Um I think they came up with Bound for Glory when I was on a little hiatus. So that actually was not my concept. The last album I bought, I think, was the new Rolling Stone album. Uh, thank you, Benny. That's nice. All right, guys. We may have lost uh, Chris. Uh, here he is. Chris. <laughs> Whoa. Bro, you're back. What in the world, dude? I have no Somebody idea. Somebody said that the uh, the ending of Raw was so flat that you left to go find the new fifth guy. Yes. Yes. Yeah, that very was nice. Very nice. Very nice. <laughs> oh, no. Oh no. All right. Well, uh we got a couple super chats. You're frozen give, again, uh, just so you know, Chris. Respect to the the super chatters, although uh super chats aren't coming back. Uh super chats aren't appearing. It just seems like StreamYard just went nuts on my end, man. Um all right. Well, I see two super chats and I'm trying to scroll up, but I don't even. Uh, all right. If you did a super chat, I see one super chat. Um, all right. So let's address super chats and, and, and hang and, and head out. We got West Hill, $10 super chat. June 7th, 1999 SBK gives Tess, Big Show, Shamrock, anything they want. Show wants WWE talent, title shot. Shamrock wants Vince in a line then match and test once a day with Stephanie. We do stuff like that today. There you go. Good, yep. good, good, uh, good point there, man. As far yeah. as just the, the tests, you were there in June of 1999. I wrote that, bro. I remember, man. I remember there was one specific role where we gave Shawn Michaels the book and he could, he could book anything that he wanted. Oh, I think that's what Wes is talking about. It, nice. that, that was, that was a very, very fun show. Yeah, all right, here we go. We got T Bone. Uh, Man, bro, your talking? reception got so bad, Chris. Just so you know. Okay. Uh, let me change that. Hold on, let me. T oh gosh, dude. Oh, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me. Um, 
Okay, that get better. A little bit, but not much. Dude, this is nuts. This, I mean, my reset. I got top notch internet, man. All right. Anyways, uh, let's do T Bone Hubbard five dollars. All right, it should be fine now. Yeah, it is. If WCW was still around, do you think that companies like TNA, Ring of Honor, AEW, and WOW, Women of Wrestling, would have existed? Yeah, I mean, I think so, bro, because all those little companies have their niche audiences. You know, you know what I mean? I don't think they would have thrived, I but yeah. I think they would have existed. I agree. Um, uh, Bill After texted me, and he, he called himself Cody. Instead of Cody with the, with the winter coat. <laughs> Cody, ladies and gentlemen, Cody Rhodes. Bill Apter doesn't, Bill Apter doesn't stop. He's, oh he, he's the, he's slaps, he dreams slapstick material, man. So, all right, man. Well, uh, let's, let's get up out of here, man. <laughs> let's get up out of here, bro. Let's get up out of here, man. All right. Uh, let them know about the brand, my man. Yeah, put that. Can you put that thing up again, Chris? Absolutely. Yeah, guys, if you just click on this link and you've never been a Patreon subscriber, click on the link and you can get a free week of Russo's brand, bro. You could try, try it out yourself for an entire week. It won't cost you nothing. Just hit the link that Chris puts up. Yep. Okay. So I just... Uh... There we go. There's a link right there. There it is, guys. Just click on that. Take advantage, man. It's free. It's free. Free week. So I, I was getting so nervous, Chris, because I didn't know if you were going to come back or not. Mm -hmm. And I, did, I, I didn't want to kill the stream because I was afraid you'll lose it. But I have no problem telling you this. I am wearing my uh, Ohio State jersey, and I am doing this show in my underwear. So if I would have walked away, bro, I would have been in my in my in my 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 dickies my dickies, bro. So I was like, I'm like, he better freaking come back. I cannot walk out of here in my freaking underwear. Oh man, very nice, very nice. <laughs> uh, we got a run in. We got a run in. Rollins, our good friend Rollins. Yes, Rollins. Uh, tonight's uh, tonight uh, final yep. roster segment was a wash, went, rinse, repeat of SmackDown's final segment. It said Cody baby faces in the yep. Judgment Day. It was Charlotte baby face and damage. One thousand percent because I watched SmackDown. One thousand percent rolling. Yeah. Yep, great, great point there. Great point. Yeah, I mean, you know, wash, rinse, wash, rinse, repeat, man. There's no innovation, and when it's no innovation, we we feel it. And uh, you know you can't sit there and say, "Oh well, they're gonna they're gonna really like this, right?" Like, bro, I swear to God, if I was the WWE, and they, they don't do this, bro, because you know, man, if you watch wrestlers on Netflix um, with that uh, with that director, bro, you binged watch it because of the way every episode ended. They should hire that guy. Hire <laughs> that guy, bro. <laughs> Yeah. seriously Good give point. that guy a job let him let him show you what a cliffhanger is and how to get people to the next week that guy did a phenomenal job with storytelling characters why wouldn't you hire that guy do you think that the wwe has an issue with like if someone comes in and just really really does a phenomenal job with writing yes that they would kind of overtake the popularity of like a venture yes. triple h or Shawn michaels yes hmm. yes wow. 
A petty man. <laughs> it is. It is, Brock, because I would hire that dude in a minute. Yeah. Craig, uh, Craig, Craig Whitley. Whitley, I think his name is. He was okay. phenomenal. Nice. Rollin says, what did you think of Becky Lynch being revealed as Charlotte's mystery partner on SmackDown? No scuffle and no sudden theme music. She just simply she climbed into the ring and looked at Charlotte in the heels. That was flat, too, yeah. bro. Like, yeah, that's exactly what happened, man. <laughs> I don't know, Chris. I don't yeah. know, man. I don't know. Uh, just getting, just, just getting to the next week. Let's just yeah, hurry man. up and get this over with. That's it. Next week, yeah. Well, it's Thanksgiving week. It's gobble gobble week. Everybody have a fantastic week. And look, ladies and gentlemen, man, look, Ohio State jersey, Ohio State jersey. I'm pumped. Of course, follow me at Kukulific. Uh, you know, I, I, I'm a Facebook guy, so I'll be I'll be doing my uh, Facebook stuff there. What's so. the spread, bro? Uh, Michigan is uh, in the lead by three or no so. way. Yeah, three point good. favored Michigan. It's in it's in it's in Ann Arbor. So. Uh, this is the first time Ohio State has not been a favorite against Michigan in 15 years. Wow! Mm -hmm. Some game. It's gonna be it's Saturday, right, bro? Saturday at noon. It's spread at three and a half. Three and a half. Oh my God! Yep. How do you not bet on the Buckeyes, especially with that half point? That's right. That's right, man. That's right. I've got I got something for you to read. Uh, <laughs> I want you to read this. <laughs> So this is how I feel about my Titans, man. All right. Here we go. <clears throat> Can you read that? In honor of Thanksgiving, I just wanted to say that Tennessee Titans are like cooked chitlings. They stink. Happy Sunday, everybody. You're like me, bro. You're like me with the Giants when they play like crap. I love that. I love that, bro. Yes. Yes, indeed. All right, my man. Well, this guy right here is Vince Russo. I'm Dr. Chris. This is Legion Raw. Have a happy Thanksgiving. Go, Bucks. Have a good night, everybody. Go, Buckeyes. Go, Buckeyes.